once again, you're listening to What's Up Aboard, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. I just want to know, what's yours? With that being said, one of the weekly goals of this podcast is to help people like you learn from our guests and comprehend information from a different lens of perspective. To all the listeners out there, both old and new, salute. Now let's begin this episode. Over to you, Wardy Ward. Thank you for that introduction, Mr. Ward. My name is Wardy Ward, and I'm going to be your cool captain on this important episode once again. So everybody get in, sit down, and hold on tight, because it's about to go down. I want to remind everybody to smash and hit that like and follow subscribe button if you don't mind, because that helps us to help you help everybody else. My co-host is in the building with me. Tiki, what's going on with you? What's up, Wardy Ward? You know how I do. Trying to make dollar 15 cent diamond and new <laughs> every day. But uh, really, I've been trying to get my skincare together. You know, it's just sometimes I get the dryness over here, the oil is there. Just trying to get myself together, you know. Mm-hmm. We have a perfect solution for you. Our sponsor, Imuru, covers that completely. It's a completely plant-based organic skincare line. Mm. It's making its uh, mark in the world of clean beauty. It's for males and females, young and old, all skin types. Um, non-toxic, vegan. So you can find out about them. You can check out the website at www.emiru, E-M-I-R-U, skincare.com. I'm to get you right. I'm on that. Good looking out. One of the things we say on this show is everybody has a story to tell. We just want to know what's yours. Well, my guest today certainly falls in this category. and We look forward to hearing her story once again for the first time, like it's the second time. This green-eyed one is a proud business owner. She's a lupus survivor, fibromyalgia fighter, and a Betty Boop twin in her part-time life as well. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back Miss Aisha to the show. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> now, is, is, is I'm doing Aisha good. Or, is Aisha or, uh, Aisha? Aisha. You pronounce Aisha. it right the first time. You have Aisha. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I like to get people's name right. So you doing okay today? I'm doing well. How about you guys? I'm, I'm delicious. Oh, I'm, How are you I'm just peachy. Okay, y'all, I'm festive in a festive mood. Okay. <laughs> we know at the time of this recording, the Chiefs had just sto- uh, just won a Super Bowl victory. Uh, Aisha has on her uh, Super Bowl Chiefs shirt. Yes, yes. Nice. Congratulations. I know that time went crazy. Thank you. Uh, we're still in party mode. <laughs> we're still in party mode. Yeah. Yeah. My friend of mine, she was a big Eagles fan. Oh man, she was devastated. She was devastated. She's she gonna be okay. You know my best she, friend. My best is. friend is a my best friend is an Eagles fan. So yeah, she called me today. I said I wasn't gonna bother y'all last night because I know y'all licking y'all wounds. So I'll let you mm-hmm. I gave you time to heal. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, before we get into the show, Asia, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you from, where you live at, and, and what size shoe you wear. Well, as uh, you said, I'm Aisha. Uh, I am from Kansas City, Kansas. Um, I am entrepreneur. Yes, Kansas City, Kansas, but Kansas City. Uh, I am an entrepreneur. Um, I 
am a mom, uh, a grandmother, and I'm just me, pretty much, kind of short, sweet, and simple. <laughs> and, and the shoe size? I wear a nine. Okay, okay, that, that's about average. Most people are only seven and a half, nine, so, you know. Cool. Well, for for me, I'm such a tall woman. It, it actually is a smaller foot, so yeah. How tall are you? Mm-hmm. I'm five ten. What I was gonna ask. Yeah, I'm okay. five ten. Yeah, okay, I'm tall. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Before we get into the meat of this or the weeds of it, I want to ask you about the Betty Boop thing because that's when I first saw you on Instagram. <laughs> I said, man, she looks just like Betty Boop. Now you just definitely look like, are you related or is that just coincidence or did you pay thousand dollars to have that surgery to try to be a lookalike? You know, they do, they do that as the Kim Kardashian thing. So is that what you did? Well, first of all, if I had $10,000, I wouldn't be spending on plastic surgery. But no, um, I just, I don't, you know, I'm not keen, not that I'm aware of. Um, I cut my hair short and kind of have kind of like a curly texture and the round face and, mm-hmm. The green eyes, I just kind of looked like her by coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it wasn't something I purposely tried to portray. It's just kind of my style. I like the classic black Hollywood look. So finger waves and things like that, I naturally like it. And um, one day I had myself made up, had my finger waves, had all my makeup. And, you know, uh, a friend of mine was like, you look like Betty Boop. And I was like, no, I don't. You know, and they was like, you literally look like the cartoon. and. You know, I started looking, I was like, oh, wow. You know, some of the pictures and everything. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it has been since then. I've actually had offers to like do parties and stuff Mm -hmm. like that uh, as impersonation. And I'm actually looking into that. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I've noticed, um, I knew a friend who had a brother who was an Elvis impersonator. And um, so that was interesting. I don't know if he did weddings or parties, so that's something you can look into, maybe weddings mm-hmm. or um, avid, be- avid Betty Boop lovers. <laughs> yes. Parties and stuff. That would be, yeah. Yeah, Tiggy showing her age. She going back to Elvis. <laughs> Aisha's not that old. She's like, who's Elvis? <laughs> I know who Elvis I said is. I knew of an Elvis in person. Okay, okay. say I met Elvis. Right, right, okay. Say it's a difference. Okay. Uh, so what do you know about Betty Boop? Do you know anything about her since you, uh, you're you going to be impersonating since we're going to be splitting this money three ways? What, what do you know oh, about her? Of course I know about Betty Boop. Uh, actually, her character basically was stolen. Um, she actually, her real name is Ethel. Um, and she was a black woman who sung jazz. Um, mm-hmm. And basically there was a gentleman that frequent the club that she sung at and kind of... Well, not kind of stole her likeliness and made the cartoon and yeah and it went from there but there's actually you know uh, the real Betty Boop is a jazz singer black woman well I hope you don't tell people that story when you do an impersonation somebody stole her likeness he's a white man <laughs> came and hit us you know what that most of them tell me the history of it <laughs> and I'm just like I just kind of I know it I'm like really okay yeah, like yeah, yeah. People starting to find that. That's interesting that you say that because you know they're they're trying to get rid of critical race theory now, and they don't want people to know about a lot of things in our history. So that might be one of the things to get the whitewashed down the line. So we'll say so. I'm glad she got none of the proceeds from that. I'm sure, huh? Mm-hmm. Being used as a card, you know. I'm gonna ask her. <laughs> Remind me to ask her a question later on about about uh, money. 
next, um, Aisha, I want to ask you about uh, being a business owner. Uh, word on the curve is you do run your own business. Can you tell us what your business is and how you got started doing that? Uh, yes, I do have a small business. Goddess Moon Dips with a Z. Um, I make organic bath, body, and relaxation products. Um, I just graduated last year uh, with certification in herbal studies. Um, and I wanted to put it to use and just using natural, organic, clean stuff to, you know, make products to just... I want to promote like relaxation. I want zen, um, and that's kind of where it kind of stemmed from. Um, as you may mention earlier in the introduction, I do have lupus, so I am uh, cognitive of what I put on my skin, uh, just because I couldn't use a lot of products, or I shall say I had to stop using a lot of different products um, to uh, because they were making me break out. So I was just like, you know, I was like, I just want something really, really clean that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Um, and so I, you know, uh, it was kind of dropped in my lap, you know, and I went from there and I was like, I just want to make an affordable uh, product for people that are really into, you know, like nice, clean, organic type of products. Mm -hmm. Tell me, me again, now, what, what are the products you sell? Uh, bath, body, relaxation. So I have, uh, I have herbal, botanical soaps, tea bath soaps, bath bombs, uh, shower steamers, wow. scrubs, uh, mm -hmm. body butters. Uh, I have some room mist sprays, uh, mm. spiritual baths. I have a little bit of everything. Tell me how that shower one work. I'm very because I don't take baths anymore. But the shower, what, what does it do? Just the shower of... steamer basically kind of taps into the aroma therapy aspect uh -huh. of it. Um, and basically, it's a disc. Uh, you put it at, uh, at the floor of your shower, and you allow the you know the water kind of run over it. It activates mm -hmm. the fizz and releases the uh, the scents, uh, the aroma mm -hmm. rather, um, and it just kind of you know allows you to relax because water is a very healing uh, thing mm, so you know yeah so the water the healing of the water then smells you know whether it be lavender or chamomile or you know whatever it'll kind of promote a thought of feeling yeah, and kind of yeah. just bring zen and relaxation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, i'm very mm -hmm. interested in trying yes that. i've never heard of that i've never heard yes. of that kind of a product well, i would definitely um, try it yeah, well, a lot of people don't take baths, which is okay. You know, a lot of people are shower people. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, when I first... Yeah, I actually had to clean it up real quick. But a lot of people <laughs> are shower people. A lot of people don't soak their body, you know, no more. Because everybody's on the go, go, go. And that's one of the other reasons why I started my business. Kind of go back to when you did take a moment to sit down in the tub and just kind of soak and relax and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, going back to what I was saying, yeah, a lot of people... Like I'm a shower person, so I had to make a product to, you know, accommodate that. Yeah. What are your That's price points? Fantastic idea. What are your price points, and and, and what are you, how'd you come up with them? Uh, price points anywhere from five dollars to fifty dollars. Mm. Um, and fifty dollars is basically that would be like the goddess box that has like samples of everything that I make um, and then the lowest thing being like $5 which is like the shower steamers and a couple of other uh, candles a couple of other products that I have um, and I basically came up with the price points I kind of did my research online and I 
kind of was like, okay, where I want to be, I want to be kind of in the middle. Um, I don't want to charge too much, but I don't want to, you know, short mm-hmm. myself either. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I pinpointed, you know, my price. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my next question. Here. Go, go ahead, Tiki. I'm gonna ask that mine. No, I, I wonder if she gets steady business, or it's just busier certain times a year, and then you have a lull, or do you yeah. get pretty much a nice clientele that keeps you busy? You know, honestly, being quite honest, I started my business in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, so I can see being a new person coming into business where it's kind of a roller coaster ride and kind of all over the place. Um, but I'm, it's steady. Uh, it's mm-hmm. steady. And I'm, and, and I'm a baby business too. I've only been in business, it will only be three years in June. So I'm still a baby mm-hmm. business as well. Yes. Um, but I can I can see the growth and I'm gonna stick with it. But around holidays, you know, I I see where yeah. I get an increase uh in business. And then also when I'm heavy, heavy on doing like the uh posting stuff on uh social media, like my mm-hmm. little commercials and things like that, I can see, you know, influx on people. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do the, the lives and all that? Instagram. I do every, I do, I do, uh, every blue moon. I used to do them a little bit more, uh, than I do now. And I really want to get back on that, but I get moments where I need a break. Yeah. (laughs) You know, with the social media thing, I, I disconnect a lot more than not. I'd rather post like a, a video reel or something like that opposed to get on there and talk about it. But from time to time, I will, uh, go that route. I also do vendor events too. I do a lot of vending events as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, nice. I was told that you got to get out there and do the lives a lot. And I, I hate doing lives, but they said that's something that you really need to do. So I'm trying to get better. That's why I asked that question. I'm trying to get better to it. I, I mean, I, kudos to people that get on live and be on for six, seven, eight hours. And I know people like, I've seen them on, you know, in the morning and then they're still on there in the afternoon, <laughs> evening. I'm just yeah. like, that what are they talking dedication. about that whole time? Right. It's something because uh, it got people in there. Yeah. They be talking turkey. But uh, <laughs> the next question is, uh, this is an important question. Do you work with family? And if anybody working with family, know why I ask that? Um, I actually, my family is supportive. Um, I do, you know, ask them to help me. Um, I definitely try to give, you know, try to pay them a little something or give them a love token or whatnot. But I'm pretty much, I am a uh, sole uh, business owner at the moment, but I do get assistance, like I said, from family. Uh, my mother, I love her to death, shout out to my mom. She supports me, I drag her everywhere. So that's my road dog. Uh, and she she helps me out a lot. Okay, that's good because I know my sister had started a daycare once, and it was pretty good, but she had family there. A lot of people ain't talking to each other now, that's all I'm gonna say. So it's a good. that money thing, if you don't it, I if you ain't careful and don't stay grounded, that that money thing can shake up some stuff when it comes to family, friends, oh, even foes. Does. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I find a lot of times that Family and friends don't really support you that much until they really blow up. I don't know how it is for you, but I same. Know. Okay. Same. I have more support from strangers, oh. uh, often more than you know, family and friends. So yeah. 
Yeah, and so. it's it, it always have to reiterate reiterate with them. It's not you don't even have to spend your money with me. Just share my post or hey, my yeah. website or tell yeah, a friend. Tell a friend. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think do. yeah, I think mm-hmm. people think that they get misconstrued. Like you're supposed to spend your whole paycheck with me. No, just right. you know, get me out there. You know, because you yeah, probably know people mm-hmm. that I don't know. You know. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I see a lot of people. They they be wearing like Gucci, Balenciaga, all that stuff, advertise with them, but they won't wear, you know, friends. So I'm just like, they only, like I said, it's, it's free 99 to send a shout out. Or, or they'll come be like, hey, I want a discount. <laughs> Gucci didn't give, give you a discount, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, uh-huh. Fendi didn't give you a, you know, a discount and you asking me to give a discount. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen that too. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that. So did you, uh, envision yourself as being a businesswoman? Is this a goal or dream of yours all along? Or how did that come to kind, kind of, sort of. Um, I'm still trying to even just figure it out. Uh, just because, like I said, dealing with an autoimmune disease, it's kind of hard to find like stable employment because a lot of people are not as understanding um, and a lot of people don't under, understand that I can't schedule my illnesses. You know what I mean? It's something that happens. I could be sick for two days. I could be sick for two months, you know, or two weeks or whatever, you know? And um, I was just like, I want to try to create something for myself that way I don't have to depend on an employer to make my money, but I could be in charge of my hours and, you know what I mean? Uh, How much, hopefully how much income I can bring in and generate and stuff like that. So it just kind of happened by coincidence. Okay. Well, I'm glad you did it because you you seem so Thanks. confident at it, and uh, I, I definitely you know caught my eye. So I know you were doing it. So mm-hmm. cool. So keep going on that. Thank you. You, mm-hmm. you could mention about uh, your your uh, illness. I'm going to touch base on that. I want to jump to that now and come back to the other stuff. Okay. Tell us a little bit about um, lupus and, and what it is and how it affects people. Because you just said you said to like somebody you could be down for two months. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's one of them diseases that is unpredictable. Uh, it's um, basically autoimmune. It's like I said, it's autoimmune disease. Uh, it is um, basically my body kind of fights itself, if you will. Um, and it it like I guess the best way to kind of describe it a lot of people be like well I don't understand basically everybody's body creates uh you know cells to fight off uh foreign invaders whether that be the flu a cold you know viruses mm-hmm. bacterial infections whatever infections whatever people with lupus our body kind of gets confused if you will um and it basically overgenerates uh ANA which, you know, those are the things that kind of help fight off. Like I said, them foreign invaders, our body gets confused, generates too many of those, and yeah. our body gets confused and it starts attacking itself. Mm. So mm. it can attack, you know, your your muscles, your your joints, your bones, your hair, your skin, mm-hmm. uh, uh, major organs. Um, so, yeah, that's basically kind of what it is. But it's an autoimmune disease. It's not kin to cancer or HIV. Um, I know a lot of people ask those questions, um, and yeah, it's it's uh it's pretty 
pretty strange disease. They call it the mm. the, the great mimicker because it mimics a lot of things as well. So I was um, I had to look look up some information a little bit on lupus because I really didn't know much about it. But mm -hmm. one thing that stood out to me it says it really um, attacks women of childbearing age because the estrogen levels your when your estrogen levels are high. So I guess estrogen has something it plays a part in um, lupus and and the effects and. Um, it can, it, it can, CDC. It, yeah, yeah it, it definitely can, um, like as far as like getting into like the genetic aspect of it, I haven't got dove that, that deep into it. Uh, just, mm -hmm. I do know for sure that, uh, normally it, it, it affects minority women, especially African-American okay. women, but also men can have it. Um, and for women, we started showing the traces of it between the ages of 14 to, I want to say 40. Yep, yep. Oh, there's some childbearing like women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So it starts in that, in that kind of in that realm or whatnot. So yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can't woman have no baby at 45. What are you talking about? It's women out here that's having babies. I mean, Janet was in her 50s. Mm, wow. That's, yeah. I, Janet I, I, Jackson was in her 50s. Yeah. Man, these kids whooping butt. By the time they get to 13, it's a wrap. You said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's another show, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, you, you're right. There are some men who can get it because I have uh, yes. uh, Nick Cannon is probably one of the more famous who mm -hmm. known to have that, as well as uh, Seal the singer. Seal. Mm -hmm. Lady mm -hmm. Gaga and uh, Selena Gomez. I know she went through. Um, Lady Gaga, I don't think she has actually lupus. She has fibromyalgia. Oh. to my understanding mm -hmm. you know but that's kind of the weird thing about you know lupus and fibromyalgia they kind of run so neck and neck with a lot of the symptoms you know that is they they're not the same but they almost the same if that makes sense because uh, yeah. i deal with both of them my first diagnosis was a fibromyalgia at first uh -huh. and then i got the lupus uh diagnosis later so uh -huh. yeah they kind of run neck neck and neck yeah. And Tony Braxton, also don't forget about Tony. She, has, yeah. she also has lupus. Yeah, she does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What symptoms bother you the most? Which ones do you have the prob most problem with? Um, Mine, well, like I said, it attacks everything. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it has attacked my heart. It's attacked my lungs. It's mm. attacked my liver, my gastro, my skin, um, my joints you know um mm. muscles you know uh, also you know it affects you uh psychologically i've had some issues psychologically um and yeah kind of it's it's mm. that's kind of thing it just kind of wow. it almost kind of picks and chooses what it's going to attack and when it's going to yeah. attack it so yeah, yeah it's difficult do you, mm -hmm. do you know when the symptoms are coming on can you feel it can you your body let you know it's um because everybody is different like we all kind of may have different symptoms and like with my situation i wasn't what they considered a normal case mm -hmm. um because my body started kind of showing it like differently um i was getting like really bad bacterial and uh viral like infections weird stuff um mm -hmm. i just always felt like sick i was very tired like I would break out in really, really bad hives. Like my face would swell up really, really big. Mm. Um, like I said, my stomach was just a mess. Um, mm. And just really like mm -hmm. 
you know, fatigue. And I don't think people understand when somebody say I'm fatigued, it is totally different than being tired. You know, yeah. uh, and I was just fatigued, like just, just like mm-hmm. even just kind of like picking your body up out the bed, fatigue. So yeah, so I dealt with that. Uh, so like everybody's kind of different. Um, they do provide a list. Uh, if anybody's interested in going learning more about lupus, uh, go to www.lupus.org. I believe that's what it is. Lupus.org. I want to say. Um, and go find the information go to that website and you can get more information and then kind of it kind of maps out like if you have like three or more of these symptoms go talk to your doctor you know mm-hmm. kind of go ask them say hey you know and you know you're feeling bad definitely go look into it mm. how do they test for that is the blood test no, actually there, and that's kind of the, the part that kind of sucks a little bit is because there's not an actual test. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pretty much test for um, like your ANA levels um, uh, and like your inflammation markers as well as other markers they look for to kind of, you know, kind of pinpoint like, okay, this is what it's showing. And also it kind of show up in the urine as high protein in your urine and things like that. But no, they don't, unfortunately, they don't have like specific blood tests. They just kind of follow markers. What's the ANA? You mentioned that before. What's the ANA? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> ANA is, is, oh my gosh, you will put me on the spot. Like it's, um. I can look it up. I can't, yeah. I'll you can, yeah, yeah, I can tell uh, us to do our research. Yeah, do your research. <laughs> can uh, research. But go yeah, to like, that uh, website, lupus, yes, lupus, what is it, lupus.org. Yes, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it, um, what is, uh, it's the, it's the antibody, hold on. Okay. I think I, I want to say, I want to say it's the anti-nuclear antibody, I want to say. Okay. Don't quote me on it. Please go look it up. <laughs> but it's so when were blood. you diagnosed? Um, I got diagnosed. Um, it'd be twelve years old. It's that twenty eleven, March okay. March fourteenth, like twenty eleven. I want to say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. an anti nuclear antibody. Oh, okay, so I was, okay. okay. I was, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, All right, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Woo, I was like, give me a second. I, I know, I do it all the time. Your brain is like Google. Once you open up a tab, it's eventually going to find it. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, well, I talk about it quite a bit. Uh, I do, I have the pleasure of speaking at certain engagements and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's good. I know people have a lot of questions on that because I can, I didn't know, you know, I, I don't know how often is this a rare thing in society no it's unfortunate it's not it's just a simple fact of like i said earlier today if they call it the the mystery the mystery disease or the great mimicker because Mm. it can mimic other things Mm. and Mm -hmm. be lupus you know so it's exactly exactly i mean i feel like a lot of people get frustrated with it and you know just be like i'm just going to deal with being sick Mm -hmm. you know uh just because i almost was to that point but i was so determined because i'm like something's wrong i know it's not in my head i know i'm not crazy you know something's wrong with my body and i was adamant and yeah and I was, yeah, it took me a long time to get a diagnosis, but I was just like this, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not having a good quality of life and it's diminishing. I have children, like something's wrong. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's good that you you know yourself because uh, as I stated before, uh, Serena Williams had told him that she was having some issues and complications during her pregnancy. Her doctors didn't believe her, but she was adamant. Mm -hmm. That's and awesome. Nice. Life, so I'm glad you're aware of yourself mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. uh, we'd also yeah, stay on. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm -mm, no, I'm just agreeing with you. Got to stay on them. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. Well, I'm a guy. I don't like going to the doctor. I mean, you got to, you got to dang it, drag me there. I'm not going. You know, dudes, we just, they just do. Yeah, that. but y'all, y'all have to do better. You have yeah. to do better, especially, oh, especially, don't especially, especially our brothers, because just the rate of colon cancer in our brothers is alarming. So Ooh, it's so important. It's very test. important. It, I, you gotta do what you gotta do. Test or life. Mm, that's a tough call. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that one. Anyway, why I is it a tough? It's not. A, it shouldn't be a tough call because only you and your doctor know what test you gotta go through, mm -hmm. and it's over. It's only mm -hmm. a few minutes, but it could be. It could be life saving. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I'll keep it. I'll talk to the brothers at the barbershop, see what they say about it. We're going to have a meeting to talk about it. But, uh, I Thank you for ask, saying that anyway, Aisha. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't know. But uh, you had also mentioned before that you thought maybe you might be on the spectrum for autism. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that as well? Um, just, uh, I am, unfortunately, you know, um, a lot of things are being brought to the forefront when it comes to like mental health and things that you know and you know issues and things of that nature um and i grew up in a time where you know that wasn't a big thing uh but i'm definitely pro counseling i go to counseling sessions um because like i said obviously dealing with autoimmune disease is pretty heavy and just some of the traumas i've gone through in life in general um, and I am kind of one of late diagnosed people. Um, the first thing was, that I uh, got diagnosed with was uh, ADHD, where um, like I can concentrate, but then there's some days I cannot concentrate. I have to work really, really hard at concentrating. Uh, my brain is always thinking about 50 million things at one time. And I just was, you know, I kind of told my doctor, you know, uh, I was like, look, I my brain needs to slow down. I was like, I don't know what's going on in there, but it needs to slow down. And then, as I may mention, you know, that's one of the effects of, um, of can be an effect of autoimmune disease, uh, messing with you, you know, psychologically. Um, and like I said, mine just kind of came out of nowhere, but putting the pieces of the puzzle together you know, in childhood, certain things that I don't like. And, you know, even, you know, speaking with my mom, she's like, yeah, wow, okay. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, then I have a grandson uh, who is uh, autistic as well. And so just kind of learn about it, and, like learn about neurodivergency uh, and things like that. And like my whole family, like we probably all are neurodivergent. Um, and, uh, and those are people that's kind of on the spectrum one way or another. And, uh, I, like I said, I'm a late diagnosed person being in my mid forties. Um, that was kind of one of the things that, you know, yeah, I got tested for and did the, did the thing. It was like, yeah, you're borderline, uh, borderline on the spectrum. And I was like, but it makes sense, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm part of that neurodivergent family. Um, deal with like textures, uh, sometimes too much sound, too much light. Certain things light, can be yeah. overstimulating. Uh, so I've, you know, found myself kind of 
you know, kind of have to step back from time to time and just kind of like quiet, just be by myself and be alone, even to the fact of like how I put on my sock, it has to be on my foot a particular way, otherwise it would drive me crazy all day, you know, or, you know, me seeing something that's out of place, I'm like, I need to change that, like that's bothering me, like, oh my God, I gotta fix that. So just certain things like that. What was that like in school? Because I know, you know, they didn't have the resources. They, I mean, they didn't understand it. So they didn't have the resource to deal with that. Did you get labeled as like lazy or- Talking too much. Or difficult or, okay. Talk too much. Talk too much. I got in trouble for running my mouth. Talk too much. She talked all the time. So that was my thing, you know, just not being able to stay focused and want to talk and you know what I'm saying? Or whatnot. But I mean, not knowing that you deal with it, you know, you. I, I think subconsciously, I kind of, I, I don't want to say cured myself or entertained myself because I, I put, I was, I love sports. Mm. So I was high into sports, into dancing, you mm. know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that kind of, I was able to run off some of that extra energy you know, and things like that, like unintentional, you know. So, but for the most part, it was always kind of, yeah, I talked a lot in school. Now you said you talk a lot, that's mm-hmm. interesting because I would think that people would have like a, a fear of social situations or public speaking or being an extrovert, but you seem so outgoing, I guess you kind of- I am a, I am an ambivert. I am both, I'm an extrovert and an introvert. A who or what? Ambivert. That means that you have the qualities of both. It's called ambivert. Um, I have my moments where, yes, I'm the life of the party. Then I have my moments where I'm an extrovert and I'm in the back of the room in the shadows of the party. Um, it just kind of depends. Um, but yeah, and that's that's kind of the beauty of the spectrum. And I think a lot of people have to realize like the spectrum is big. Y'all might be on the spectrum somewhere. You know what I mean? I know, honestly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, just because, because we have, you know, Unfortunately, when things started come surfacing about, you know, uh, autism and things like that, we only visualize it like one certain way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like the extreme well, end yes. of autism. You know, yes. Exactly. Just like illness. Mm-hmm. People look at me and they're like, you're not sick. You're faking. If I could flip myself inside out, you'd be like, God, no, that's just a going through something, you know. You, you know, so that's the same thing with, you know, dealing with on the spectrum. And it's so, it's so broad. It's so broad, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy now they're getting to a point where they're kind of, kind of unraveling or unraveling or what we say going down the rabbit hole because it's it's so broad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the point you made about uh, doing sports because I saw a show the other day on this dude. His name was Chris Jackson, but he became Raul or do something. He used to play at LSU, then he went on to the league and they kicked him out because of religious mm-hmm. things. But he said mm-hmm. he had that too. And what made him a great basketball player is he missed a free throw. He's got to keep shooting till he get it right. He had to keep running the drills until he was right. So I think that's kind of what it is. You you almost become a perfectionist in, in some yes. area. Yeah. Oh, yep. Man. Yep. Okay. Hmm. I, I might be on the spectrum because I like to vacuum every morning. I don't know why I just like to. See, I, like I mean, and, and believe it or not, uh, that could be you know just a little tinge of OCD. Like I said, because yeah, it's such a, it's such a yeah, it's, I mean, it's such a, like I said, and that's, that's kind of the beauty of learning this stuff, you know, standing, you know, staying on top of what's going on as far as like medical, you know, discoveries and stuff, because it's so broad. 
it's yeah. so broad. That is a good yeah. point. Well, and unfortunately, uh, before we get off of that subject, I would say not to mention a lot of people that deal with some type of neurodivergency or even being on the spectrum some type of way, they get overlooked because they want to automatically say it's a behavior issue. And that's a mm-hmm. lot of why a lot of us slip through the cracks because mm-hmm. nobody did the further research of, okay, well, why are you just hopping out your seat? Or why are you just blurting out information? They always was like, oh, it's behavior, it's behavior. And that's another issue that, you know, that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I dated a girl like that. She would just burn our stuff all the time too, wouldn't let me get a word in. So I think she was on the spectrum too. Might be. I'm gonna go back to her. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't have broke up with her. Thank you for pointing that out. All right. Uh, my next question is, now you're obviously an attractive woman. So yeah, uh, on your page, I saw you had mentioned something about the pre-girl diaries. I want to talk to you about that as well as how it was dating with uh, the 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 conditions that you mentioned. So first, tell me about the Pretty Girl Diaries. Um, actually, I um, uh, I'll put that out there, and I think I'm gonna do it just because I have a lot of people that uh, you know, inquire like, when you gonna do it? You know, I'm anxious to hear your story or whatnot. Um, and I think people will be shocked, you know, uh, just because people have a certain thought process when people are, you know, are attractive or whatever. Me, I just feel like I'm regular. I honestly don't see what everybody else see. I'm just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a person that is grounded to the point I know my internal beauty means more than my outer beauty. So uh, that's that. But, you know, because I've gone through life with that title of being a pretty woman, pretty girl, whatever, I just people just don't understand like the behind the scenes of really what it is to be and it's not what people assume they think that I can get any man that I want uh and things like that and that is not the case at all you can't get to do you want? no no mm. no and a lot of men don't approach me either believe it or not I've heard that men won't approach women if they think they're attractive that's that's probably true so you yeah. gotta be the dresser in that situation Sometimes, yes. So you Sometimes walk by, you catch your eye contact, you stop and back up. You, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, if a gentleman's attractive, I'll definitely, you know, I will, I will approach. I'm not afraid to approach. I heard that. I'm, I'm definitely not, I'm not, you know. What would you say to said beautiful gentleman? Say, oh. say you saw Flavor Flav walking down the street by himself, what you gonna say to him? I'll be like, excuse mm, me, I'm not trying tips. to be, I'll, I, I'll, 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 you know, I'll be like, excuse me, I'm not trying to be weird, but I think you're very handsome, you know, do you have a, do you have a lady, you know? And if they like, no, I'll be like, well, you know, well, can I get your number? Because I would definitely like to talk to you, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I go for what I want, yes. <laughs> Are you one of those women who who's not afraid to ask a dude to marry him if y'all haven't been dating for a while? Or is that just gender roles? I don't, you know what? I don't know. I really can't answer yes or no. You know, just because, yeah, I don't know. However the, you know, however the mood, you know, goes or whatnot. Mm -hmm. No, you're in the situation, right? Yeah, right, but I ain't doing it in front of my friends and stuff. I ain't doing all that now. It'd be a conversation we have time. Right, yeah. That's some self-respect. You ain't about to to, uh, video me on video me in front of friends. Right, yeah, yeah. Just show up together. We married. That's all you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't have a problem if a lady asked me. Because if y'all date, I mean, I think that's wise on a woman's part because you don't want to play that waiting game. I mean, I know one uh, my friend, she dated a dude for 25 years and he ended up leaving her and marrying a girl in six months. Didn't, I mean, mm-hmm. it happens. So, I mean, 
So, um, so how how was uh, uh, you were married before? You yes, were, um, how, yes I'm divorced. I was married for I was married for ten years. Okay, ten years, de- yeah. de- decade. You you're a veteran. You learned some stuff. What did you learn about yourself during marriage? Did it change you? Did it grow from it? Oh my gosh! So my marriage, you know, not to get heavy, but my marriage was so like toxic and unhealthy. Uh, so I lost myself. Mm-hmm. But coming up out of it, I got to know myself on a different level. On uh, you know how strong I am, um, and I had to, you know, even even in midst of being broken, like it allowed me to put the pieces together and like really go to the root of things. So mm-hmm. as bad as my marriage was, because I am a DV survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I came out on the other side of things, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, like I say, like putting myself back together, I was able to start from like the root, you know, and that's when I first yeah. started counseling mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, going through my healing journey and putting myself together and learning like, okay, you know, I do have a strength in this, you know, I do have good moral com- uh, character in this, you know, and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. I definitely learned a lot for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You for sure. That? the domestic violence piece of there uh, mm-hmm. how did were there symptoms before you got with them that kept yeah. with them or, oh, okay. that's why I wonder yeah. if there were indicators it, it, was, yeah. it was it definitely was some indicators um, it was a lot of red flags that I ignored um, and it was because I always want to see the good in people you know what I'm saying? And when you and when you and when you're in love with somebody, you know what I mean? Like mm. you don't want to come to terms like this person's just a terrible person. You mm. always, you know, it's almost like you, mm. I don't want to say make excuses, but you, you know, you you're so convicted to, you know, okay, well, they're gonna grow out of it. Cause we were young. So, oh, you know, mm-hmm. that was all what that was all that was my mentality. Like, okay, he's young, he just needs to mature, he's gonna grow out of it. But it got worse, mm. you know, progress progressively worse. And I just, like I said, I um, was just kind of hell-bent on, I wanted a family, you know. Um, I wanted my children to have a two-parent home uh, because that was something that I didn't have. And I wanted to give them all the things that, you know, I didn't have. Um, But then, like I said, that light bulb came on. I was just like, this is not healthy for me nor my children. So Mm -hmm. I had to get up Mm -hmm. out of there. Yeah. Very similar reasons why I, I went through bad divorce myself too, but very similar reasons for staying and just like, and I, I was 16 year old, 16 years old when I met him and I felt like I'm never going to find anybody if I don't take this chance at 16. Mm-hmm. So yeah, lots of red flags, but yeah. I, and then you, just like you said, you ignore them and I'm like, Ooh, that's not really red. That's got an orange undertone. So right. that's a red orange flag. <laughs> Or you, or you so, live on that, like, or you live on that wish factor, like you know, well, I yeah, wish for things to yeah. get better, and you know, things of that nature. So yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Good for you come, for coming out on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the creator for sure. I've been working with uh, some DV uh, survivors and so forth. I just wonder how do you, how does one go on around family? And how do you how do you keep that in and keep it away? Or did you open up with them? I know you said you and your mom are close. Did you kind of let people know about that? Or no, I mean I let people like anybody in any regular relationship. You let people know what you want them to know, and then you put on a facade. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody does. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, 
Uh, unfortunately, women that deal with DB, we get really good at learning how to cover bruises and, you know, putting on, you know, masks of, oh, I'm happy, everything's great, knowing that you mm-hmm. were up for hours arguing, being shoved around and things like that. And that's kind of, you know, what happened. Um, that, yeah. That's kind of basically kind of what happened. I just kind of lied and I only allowed people to see and know what I wanted them to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, shame in that. I don't know why we feel shame, absolutely. but that's what we feel, shame or embarrassment yeah. that yeah. we have to go through. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you're shame and embarrassed, you know, even embarrassment of like, how did I... How do I even get in this situation? You know, you'd be embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, especially if you're smart and you're witty. And it's like, you, feel like a you fool. know, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys friends now? You're an Absolutely. Absolutely not. That's a no, huh? I know I know. sometimes people get it together. And one, one guest told me, he said, anybody can work out any problem. He says, really, you'll break down in communication. And people have been known to go circle back and remarry their ex. So if he got himself together with this, I mean, and it, you know, and it, it depends on the caliber of what type of, and I, I hate to even do this because I don't like t- titling people, but what type of monster they are. And unfortunately, I married a monster. So I could never, ever forgive him for the things that he done uh, to myself and my family. So I could never repeat it. I wish him well. You know, uh, he has to, you know, he has to answer to the creator. Um, And that's kind of what it is. Uh, I don't wish him no harm, no foul, but I don't fool with him and never will. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm being nice. I'll just say that. I see. I see you. I'm being nice. I'm careful with your words. Yeah, but yeah. So, yeah. But now, if it was... um, if there were some different circumstances, um, you know, it could be different. But even with that, I forgive him for my own freedom. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And my right. own mm-hmm. healing. Mm-hmm. But I'll never deal with him again. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's where mm-hmm. I'm at with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I can mm-hmm. Preaching that. to the choir right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had some situations that... I was in, and I got, well, I didn't want to talk about it. it. ain't about me. I was going to tell you about the girl slapped me one time. But we, we'll talk about that on another show. Uh, let me ask you this. So where, where are you at now in the date? Are you ready to date now? Or, and if so, what are your expectations of this guy? What does he got to do? Oh, um, yeah. I, yes, I am. I am. Uh, I am ready to date. Um, and just pretty much like I, you asked earlier, did I learn some things? And I absolutely learned some things. Uh, and one thing, just the importance of having a strong, solid foundation. Um, and I kind of feel like there's levels to, you know, building up to a, you know, marriage or, you know, what it long term. And I feel like the first thing, the foundation is communication, healthy communication, mm-hmm. open communication. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I feel like you, you know, then I feel like you move to a friendship. Um, Cause I want to date my friend. I want us to be able to talk about the comfortable and the uncomfortable things, you know, and it don't become weird. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, then I want a relationship, you know, and then I want the partnership. And I feel like a partnership is a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just kind of like, for me, those things are important to kind of go those steps. Um, and, you know, just kind of build those things, but mainly healthy, uh, healthy communication, you know, 
being in love with your friend, um, you know, and then building from there. Okay, so you don't discriminate, do you? Because I know a lot of passport brothers going overseas getting these women. Or do you care about black, white, Hispanic? I mean, if they fit your box, you in there? Oh, I love my brothers. <laughs> I love my brothers. I love my brothers, but I'm I'm open. You know what I mean. Uh, if I do have my preference, I would like to be with a black man. Uh, but I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to, you know, if someone come, like I said, if someone, if I do cross paths, whether I'm attracted to him or he's attracted to me, and you know, he's not a brother, like, and you know, he's like, hey, I'm interested. I'm not opposed to it. So yeah, so your essentials are met, right? Yes. yes. Was your father yes. dark skinned or lighter? My my, he's brown. He's he's brown. My mother is she's fair like me, and my my father's kind of he's like he's like a reddish brown color. Okay. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, I was just curious as as with, with you like a lot of times girls like to date their father. I believe Tiki said that before or somebody like that or afraid of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. I my my father's very 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 dark. He was he passed away five years ago. He's very dark man. But that's what I'm attracted to. I'm attracted. To uh, dark and you know man. what? And me too. My dad is not dark dark, but I like a I like darker complexion. Like, I like the, dark. Like, the lighting for me is like a kind of like I said, a brown kind of caramel color all the way to like a dark skin man. So yeah, so mm -hmm. same. I, yeah. I would say the same. Yeah. And, and what type of guy you want the guy? Uh, uh, a construction worker or CEO, you want a blue collar guy? What, what, what you you know what? Honestly, I'm open. You know, as long as he's doing right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I, that's all I care about. You know, it's not, for me, it's not how deep his pockets are. To me, it's how, how your soul looks, how your mm -hmm. heart looks, like what's your morals, you know? Where are you spiritually? You know, things like that. You know, are you open to elevate and learn, you know, and teach me? you know, and lead me. You know, those are the things that are important mm -hmm. to me. Uh, just because you can't, I, love is a feeling, it's not a price tag, you know? So those are things that are important to me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm open, you know, he can work from the boardroom to be a janitor. I mean, just being honest, just as long as he's a good guy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, read I think we have the same checklist, Aisha. <laughs> 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 Women checklists tend to be longer than men. Men only have like three or four things. Y'all have a whole plethora of stuff. She, she, didn't, say well, she, she didn't, didn't say that many. She didn't say that many. She said a few. You had to run the tech back. She, she, I was right. I stopped right. I got a hand cramp out about the eighth one, but, but I'm just saying. Sometimes, you know, but I, I get it. I get it. Uh, I read the other day that you, you better off if you don't fall in love with somebody say, I just want to marry her. I don't want to be married, but I like her or I like him. It said, you, you're better off if you're in love with the idea of being married, of committed to someone and the value that that brings and, and what a relationship is. And then you say, okay, this is what I want. Now when I find that person, I'm gonna fit that person and then go from there rather because otherwise you gotta be on all the time. You can't have an off day if they just in love with you. You know, you're not, cause you have better and worse sickness and health. You're not looking at that whole picture. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you can fall in love with their potential, but you're going to be living with their reality every day. That mm -hmm. part, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yep. Yep. So, but, uh, okay, so that's, I'm glad you showed us that. So to people be listening, they might call and ask me about you. We know we got this whole laundry list of things that she don't do. So, uh, I mean, don't want them to do. So that's, that's good. 
All right. So, did you have another question this round before I move on, Tiki? No, sir. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, again, with Aisha, and we're talking with her about everything she's been through from being a business owner to surviving all types of things that everybody goes through, but she's doing it her way. And we're very proud of her. We're going to move to my favorite part of the show called Getting to Know Your Rapid Fire Questions. And this is a fun section. We just ask a few questions. So you just tell us the first thing that comes to mind and we'll go from there, okay? Okay. First thing I want to ask you is, what's the best movie you ever watched? The best movie? Oh, wow. Oh, that's a hard one. I like several different movies, but okay, the best one, I'm going to say is Brown Sugar. Yeah, that was good. And yeah, yeah. I thought for sure you were going to, I always ask people about Love Jones or Cooley High. Love Jones. I, they, all them uh, love and basketball, mm-hmm. like that whole kind of genre. Yeah, I, I love that them all. Love and basketball. That's what I say. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah, yep. See, Tiki don't know about these movies. She don't know one of those movies. That's what you name. She, she never saw Love Jones. She didn't even see Cooley High, so that's what I told her. But. What? We're going to have to talk offline. Right. We're going to have to do please, like a, you know, look, look at movies <laughs> or something offline together. Get you Man. caught up. Man. Okay. 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 That sounds good. But it, it's about you. So let me keep it moving. Uh, what's something that you don't understand about men? If anything. You seem to have good grasp. Why y'all ask for things that y'all not ready for? Such as? <laughs> I mean dealing with like commitment a lot of y'all ask for certain things that y'all not ready for yeah you're right that is true i, I can i can give a, a guy answer i mean i'm not i didn't talk to the guy committee to get approval on this but i'm gonna give you a little bit of why we do that men like to chase and that's a, all fun and games but when you get the woman she stops running and she'll turn around like oh, okay i'm gonna go and give him a chance i'm gonna talk to him now to do like oh shoot this is getting real now she like me now I got to do everything I said I was going to do. Now I got to show up. I got to do flowers, card, candy, plant it. I wasn't really planning on this. I, I was expecting the chase to last a little longer. So, you know, that's why Steve Harvey talked about that 90-day rule and all that stuff. You know, you, you got to let the dude come to you because the dude, he'll change for the right woman. He'll change, you know, because some, sometimes, you know, might not be what he wanted. He might not like you. It's it's the getting to know your face. I, that's my Okay. What do y'all think? This is an older, mm, I, I, you know how the older generation put it. So a friend of mine told me her mother, you know, she said, you can, you run, but you run real slow so they can catch you. <laughs> run slow. Just let it's them catch motion. up. But just keep running. Just let them catch up. <laughs> yeah. That may work. That may work. But sometimes I think when you get older, I don't know if you really want to play those games because sometimes you know what you just know it's right. I think if people go through some stuff, you can meet somebody that y'all kind of know. Yeah, you've been through it. I've been through it. Let's. I just want to let's go chill on the beach in Hawaii for a couple of weeks and then come back and hustle on this business and do it again. Exactly. You know? Yes. Okay. Some people. Some people don't grow up. You know, so a lot of men don't grow up because they got options. They got options. All right. Mm-hmm. One side point I just want to add. I found out that twice as many women have kids than men, which means multiple women are sleeping with the same guy. That's just food for thought. Next question. Oh, this is one of my favorite questions here too. Five million dollars or five minute conversation with Jesus? Five million or five minutes with Jesus? 
five minutes with the creator. Mm. I want to I want to talk to I want to talk to Jesus daddy. So I want right. to five minutes with the creator. Right. Okay. That was tough and you thought about right. it for a minute. <laughs> no, I you know, I just want to I want to word it correctly because you know mm -hmm. I am like I want to talk to the the head head. I want to talk to mm -hmm. God. <laughs> you know you can put some put a whole bunch of chips with them dips with five million. Okay. You could, but I mean, if you talk to if you talk to the Creator and ask for abundance, yeah, it could yeah, be granted yeah. still. You That's know, right. if you ask for it, you know, even with the conversation. Yeah, you're right. Okay, well, let me juxtapose that and make it five hundred thousand or five minutes with Jay Z. Five hundred thousand. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he couldn't tell me nothing. You're right. Okay. Uh, since we talked about movies, I want to throw this one in there. I want to give you a, which is better, Love Jones or Best Man? Wow. Okay. Oh my God, that's hard. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll make it tough. Yeah, you did. Goodness gracious. I'm going to say Love Jones because that's the blueprint to even man, get the best hey, man. Hey, and I'm gonna, I, I like, right, I'm, I dibble dabble in poetry. So, okay. yeah. Oh. Yeah. You want to hit us with some or that, that, that later? You will be banned. I should be banned. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. It's the shades of gray poetry, huh? Oh. <laughs> A little bit. You know, it's clean, but it's sexy, though. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll come back to that. Um, worst job you ever had? I tried to work at fast food. I tried to work at fast food. It ain't for everybody. I know that's right. Not for everybody. What happened? What, what, what made you I quit? just I, I wasn't equipped. I, I just wasn't equipped. I just it just wasn't my you know it just wasn't my world just mm -hmm. entirely you know to slipping on greasy floors and dealing yeah. with customers <laughs> and you know with the taking orders and stuff it just was a lot. I just mm -hmm. was like yeah this ain't me. I, I'm I'm a retail girl and I'm okay with that. <laughs> um. How would your mother describe you if she was talking to us on the show? And we said, tell us about Aisha. What's she, what's she like? She would say, I am, she would say, oh, my, my mother, what would she say? Being honest, she would say, oh, my child, my child. She's, she would say that I'm <laughs> definitely, uh, I'm headstrong. I'm a strong person. I'm loving um, and I'm about my business. That's probably what she would say. Mm -hmm. You said you're headstrong, but you said you said earlier that you want a guy who can teach you. Would he, he have a challenge trying to teach you, or he got to know his stuff? He got to know his stuff. You, know his I stuff. mean, you can't tell me that the the cloud mm -hmm. just tell me, hey, the cloud, or the, the clouds are white. I'm, okay, well, let's just let's see, let's let's yeah, yeah. you know study this. <laughs> so, so he can't come to you and tell you, hey, we're gonna take all our money and gamble it in Vegas. We put all the money on seven. <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm. Wouldn't they work. They will do that on you. They will try you. So yeah, you're right. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Here's one. iPhone or Android? I was an Android girl to start out, but I really like the iPhones because they have more apps. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Tiki, any comments on that? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. She doesn't want <laughs> to let go of Android. She's not letting go. So hey, it, it I'll be there with you. I would have been there with you, sister, <laughs> but my kids, that's who got me out, out the Android world. They were like, mama, 
You need to get, we need iPhones. I know I'm everybody like, says. Oh, it's like, just not, I, it's the, I, I probably would love them, but I, I just have, I'm not familiar with them, so. It's like, I mean, but once you get in the groove of things, mm-hmm. yeah, you, it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah, addictive. You'd, you'd be like, how did I ever make it without this, so. It, literally, literally. I told uh, This is a three-part question here. I'm gonna need three names. Okay. One, somebody you could mentor. Two, who's your best friend, knows you really well. And three, somebody you look up to. So number one is, who is somebody you could be a mentor to? I could be a mentor to like, like um, young women. Okay. Young women, I could be a mentor to young women. Okay. And who's your best friend? Who, who's somebody that really knows you? My best friend, her name is Kelly, uh, Kelly, and we've been best friends for over 25 plus years. Okay. So, yeah. How'd you all meet? We met in high school. Uh, we played sports together, um, and obviously we went to school, and just we kind of seen how people's kind of shifted around high school, and we was just kind of looking like people changing, not for the best. Yeah. And we, you know, kind of with us, what you see is what you get. Uh, and we kind of seen people moving funny. We gravitate to each other, and we've been inseparable since. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's my, I call her my best sister friend. Day one, day one. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Who's someone you look up to? It could be a celebrity. It could be your family members. I look up to my grandmother, as mm. well as my mom, but my grandma, because she's the OG, you know, over my mom, but... She's not here, but I still, she still has a lot of things that she deposited in me that still reigns. So definitely my my grandma. Okay. Uh, Would you marry for money or love? Love. Okay. And do you think black people deserve reparations? Yes. That was quick, didn't think about that. Okay. Last question in this round for me is, who do you have a crush on now? Mm-hmm. See, she's smiling. So, some it's some some name came to mind. I know she know because she saw his name. She said it, so you can tell us because he might listen. I'm not gonna say no names, but you know. Um, do, do he know? Yeah, he knows. Hmm. Okay. Where'd you meet him? At? We've been knowing each other for a very, very long time. Okay. All right then. Well, from school. That's a good thing. That's from high thing. school. Well, back in the day, he was the man. Even huh? further. Even further. In high school. Okay. I've been knowing I've been knowing him since I was like 12, 13. Yeah. When you smile when you said his name, that's an indicator that you really like say his name. I mean, think his name again and see the smile. This I'm go. not gonna tell you. <laughs> okay. She got a little pink tint to her too. Man, oh my gosh, she really like this dude. I sure hope he listened to this. Man, she will she will pop that question on him, so he better be careful. All right. All right, so uh we're at the end of the show now. Before we wrap it up, a few more things we want to do here. We're going to ask Aisha to say, is there anything that you wanted to clear up or uh, clear up before we end or touch on again or further explain before we wrap the show up? Did you get it all? Did we get it all right? I, think, I, think I did good with the line of questioning. Okay. I think I think you guys did really well. I mean, I just, I say what I mean and answer the questions. You know, honestly, I'm pretty transparent. So, yeah. yeah. I said what I said. You said that. That's what you uh-huh. said. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, let the listening audience know where they can find your social media footprints, your store, or your personal uh, Instagram or Facebook if you would like to? 
Yes. Uh, my Facebook, you can find Goddess Moon Dips, and that's D-I-P-Z. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Goddess Moon Dips, L-L-C. Um, and my Instagram is, I think it's Green Eyed One. Uh, that's on Instagram, too. And it's, it's spelled fancy, Green Eyed One. Okay. All right. And again, um, <clears throat> Tiki, did you want to say what's our, our sponsor's website again, too? What's ours? Yes, absolutely. It's www.emiruskincare.com. Okay. Non-toxic so beauty products. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple things they got to check out. Two products out there and black businesses booming. So I'm going to go ahead and give my final thoughts on this before we go ahead and go. And th- my final thoughts today is about change. Change is something that everybody must endure. Just ask butterflies if you don't believe me. I've heard that one person who is not going to accept your growth is the person who has to change the most to stay in your life. So while you and your changes are going through their metamorphosis, you can ask yourself, am I buried or am I planted? You make the decision. Thanks again to our in-studio guest, Miss Aisha, today. And thank everybody for listening to What's Up Awards podcast. So until next time, peace.